Night Whispers. It's a hobby. So what's yours? Resurrection. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and all the law prophesied until John, and if you are willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But Night Whispers. Night Whispers, May 26, number 147. Set the juice loose and serve it like sushi. And your dream word is integrity. Mark 12, verse 37 reads, And the common people heard him gladly. I remember performing some poetry for about 40 very rough, rough-sleeping homeless folk in the city of Brighton. It was surprisingly very well received. Afterward, a very well-spoken, silver-faced, Einstein-like figure from the group came over to me and said, I just wanted to say how much I appreciated your poetry and especially your delivery. You know, of course, that you are following in the footsteps of the great Englishman Chaucer, who also communicated so well in the vernacular of his day. I was really pleased with this. Sure, he was raving, tooting bonkers, but I was really pleased with his comments. So when I arrived home, I immediately shared his grand comparison of me and Chaucer with the sharp bubble burster of my home, my wife, who simply said, Ah, yes, Chaucer, he was crude as well. Typical. What does she know anyway? Unfortunately, we have upwardly diminished the power of the Bible in making it palace-worthy rather than pavement-worthy, making it a book for the studious instead of a book for the sidewalk. The common people heard Jesus gladly, and I can guarantee you he wasn't received in the majestic language of the King James Version. The common people, they heard him, they received him gladly. I'm not talking about dumbing down here either, but rather about tooling up with the words of the day. I think we need to regain some street credibility in the delivery of the scriptures. Before that happens, however, we need to let loose the so long now muzzled powerful jaws of the lion and allow it to roar once more. I wonder if the hidden and diluted word of God which we are peddling from our pulpits now, which over the years we have also so tightly dressed up like a gay and mincing little white and pink padded poodleette, it's quite frankly too embarrassed to be taken outdoors. It is embarrassing, isn't it? For our misuse of the Bible in this way, and that is what the diluting of the Word of God is, is a gross misuse of the Bible, and has robbed it of its awesome power and thoroughly embarrassed it. God help us, please. For this Word, in its undiluted form, is the very life-giving juice drip from the leaves of the squeezed-out tree of life. So, yes indeed, we need to let the juice loose even if it does cause so many letters to be written by disgusted of Tunbridge Wells. I say again, let the juice loose. However, before we can let this juice loose once more, I wonder if we need to let loose most of those Christians who read the juicy book, and especially those frightened little folk who we've sent to seminary dentistry where they've had their teeth removed and the rough and ready garments of the prophet replaced by smart and casual Hawaiian shirt, cool respectability. Lord God, and that's a calling prayer. I hate respectability, and I hate it with a vengeance. 
You see, I reckon that nice-speaking, polite little Christians have done more damage to the kingdom of God than the devil could ever do. I have two things to leave with you tonight, then. First, an equation, and frankly, maybe it's just me, but I do find that in my life that the more righteous I experientially and particularly become, the outwardly, pretentiously respectable I both appear and act. How's your life adding up, then, in terms of middle-class, middle-England-type respectability tonight? Are you, above all things, nice? Or are you, above all things, holy? Secondly, note that when a clawed and sharp-beaked, sharp-eyed hawk even gently glide past the settled nest of the starling colonies, the little birds rise up and attack it. So, prophet, so, Jesus Street Preacher, watch out for the darling little starlings, for they're not as sweet as you might think, and I tell you, they don't want their nice little nest much ruffled, especially if their religion gets in a state. If you are not nice, like them, they'll peck you to death. Even so, and nevertheless, do remember to drink the Bible in its undiluted form. Yes, remember to simply let the juice loose and always preach. I mean always serve the word of God like sushi. Raw! Listen. As they departed, Jesus began to say to the multitudes concerning John, What did you go out in the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what did you go out to see? A prophet. Yes, I say to you, are more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. Assuredly, I say to you, Amongst those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and all the law prophesied until John, and if you are willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But to what shall I liken this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their companions and saying, Look for you and you didn't dance. We mourn to you and you didn't lament. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he's got a demon. And the Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Look, a glutton and a wine-bibber, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is justified by her children. Matthew 11, verse 7 to 19. Pray with me, please. Deliver us, O God, from all the darling, darting starlings and all the disgusteds of Tunbridge Wells. Yes, deliver us from all the pale pulpit pansies planted in graveyard flower pots and placed neatly in old varnished pulpits who hate to be disturbed and loathe to disturb others. Don't give us gold fillings either, O Lord, and no gold dust nor olive oil, no. You can keep all that useless rubbish, Lord, but rather, please grow us a new set of sharp canines and grant us that deep and guttural, testosterone-filled roar of the prophets of old. Lord, set the juice loose and give us some street cred once again. In Jesus' name we ask it, amen, and let it be so. Hello, Victor Robert Farrell here. Night Whispers is a ministry feature of the 66 Books Ministry where we're teaching the world about the God of the whole Bible and his only begotten Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ our Lord. This 21st century applicable Bible teaching is what we do each and every day and we cannot do it without your help. So I would like to invite you to go to www.give66.com 
and make a one-off or regular donation today. It would be so greatly appreciated and it would continue to help us teach the whole world about the God of the whole Bible. So once again, please make your donation today at www.give66.com. That's give66.com. And thank you so very much.